Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of Melody Makers. Today, I'm interviewing a good friend of mine. He goes by Gabe. What's up? Uh, he also has an artist name. He also goes by A Ghost. So that's me. Yeah. How are you doing today, Gabe? I'm doing pretty good, honestly. I had a good dinner. I had a burger, and so life's pretty all right right now. That's sick. What type of burger? It's like a normal like cheeseburger, you know. Nice. I'm still eating fries. <laughs> Are they good? They've been out for like an hour, so no. But <laughs> I'm still eating them. Yeah, I mean, you can't really go wrong with fries. Yeah. Cool. So, can you tell me about how you got started in music? Yeah, so, let's see. It's like the same way I start a lot of things, where I'll see someone do something, and if I think it's sick, I try to copy it. So, a lot of my old stuff was me just, like, copying other people, like, completely, like, riffing on other styles and stuff. I mean, that's kind of how I got into animation. I copied, like... Just like my favorite animators, I would just do what they're doing. And so music was kind of the same way, except uh, over time, it just changed and developed. But yeah, it's sort of the same way I started with all that kind of stuff. And I just downloaded the FL Studio demo in like middle school. And then, <laughs> and now I'm here. That's awesome. I think that's really interesting because the more you listen to a lot of the artists you like, you find that a lot of them actually just start out that way too. Yeah, or steal from each other. I see that yeah. sometimes. Yeah, so much of that happens. It's like, it's really hard to get somewhere by being completely original. I, I personally believe there's like no such thing as a completely original thought. Like, because, you know, we all have our like pre, what would you call it? Like preconceived like in, in, uh, inspirations and stuff. Yeah, and like we even do it subcon- subconsciously. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, this idea for, like, a podcast thing is, like, like I, you probably pulled that from somewhere, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think, I don't know, I think I've just been listening to a lot of podcasts lately, and I was like, hey, <laughs> I should just start my own. Yeah. That's a big topic in itself, how we steal from everything. That's, like, crazy. You can make a whole episode <laughs> about just that, I'm gonna be honest. True. Thanks for the idea. <laughs> Giving me free ideas right now. Right. What was your first instrument? That's crazy you ask that, because I play, like, no instruments at all. I play, um... Wait, really? <laughs> the first... Yeah, I'm, I, like, play hardly any instruments. I do all my I stuff. I thought you played piano a little bit. I do play a bit of piano, and that is my first and only instrument, is piano. I, uh... I actually never even had a real class for it until last summer. Like, summer of 2022. Wow. Yeah, that was my first ever class I took for it. But I've kind of just, like, messed with it for a long time. And I, I'm still, cool. like... I still, yeah, it's pretty fun, but I'm still waiting to get fully into it. And you're really good for how long you've been playing. Yeah, I haven't really been, like, messing with it too much, but a lot of stuff I've just picked up in FL Studio. Like, I understand, like, keys, and I did theory before I actually learned piano at all, so. Would you recommend anyone else start with theory first? I think it, like, well, I think piano is, like, the best first instrument, to be honest, because it's, like, the most, like, you know, everything's there kind of thing. Piano's definitely, I think, the easiest instrument or one of the easiest instruments. Not in like a like playing down people who are crazy good at it way, but like you know what I mean. 
Yeah, I've heard that a lot by some people. Well, it's just like it's laid out in the most like obvious. It's like there is every note, you know. There's like there's no abstraction to piano in the same way there is like guitar and other stuff. What do you mean by everything's there though? Like, like every note you can just see and look at every note in such a like laid out. You know, there's no like, uh, what would you call it? There's no like barrier. It's very accessible. You know, there's not like a proper. I mean, there's proper ways to lay out your fingers, but there's not proper way to like. You don't know. You don't need to know what strings are what note you know it's just yeah i think i understand and very direct on the guitar too there's so many different frets i mean yeah it's it's exactly the same as piano but it's just it's laid out in a much weirder way what was your favorite album growing up it's definitely like no doubt demon days by gorillas gorillas was like the first band i actually got into it all and like demon days i think that's the first album i actually ever listened to in full i was like maybe 11 or something i was in like sixth or fifth grade and dude that album is so freaking good i mean i've listened to it so much now that it doesn't really hit is that more rock uh there's a lot of rock influence but there's a lot on that album i mean it's it's an album you can't really sum up with three genres it's pretty there's like rock influence, there's hip hop influence, there's like some indie alternative and there's electronic. There's just like a lot going on in there. Yeah, that but, sounds pretty interesting. No, Demon Days, I mean if you haven't listened to Demon Days, you should totally listen to it. There's a lot to get out of that. Well, you heard it here, folks. Demon Days is such a banger album. What type of music do you often listen to nowadays? Um honestly it's a lot different. I listened. I'm super into like all the young artists on SoundCloud doing that like hyper pop kind of like SoundCloud hyper pop rap kind of stuff. That like super like zoomer sensory vocal chops everywhere type of stuff. I'm super into that stuff. Um, but also a lot more like I've been getting way more into drum and bass influenced stuff, and like jungle's blowing up like crazy right now, and a lot of jungle stuff has been in my feed, and I'm like loving all of it. I think um, just like the underground Bandcamp and underground SoundCloud scenes I'm super into right now. What would you say is your top three artists? Top three artists right now? That's a hard one. Um, like of all time or at the moment? At the moment. I'd say number one was probably Wikipedia. I'm super obsessed with his stuff right now. I've heard of him. Yeah. Twikipedia is pretty great. His production's crazy. He self-produces and his vocals are pretty good. As for like number two, uh, I'm gonna say uh, Maya Lowe. And Maya Lowe produces this like a lot of drum and bass, a lot of like old school jungle type beats and stuff. It's crazy. There's so much variety with Maya Lowe. And then who are we gonna do for number three? That's a hard one. I can't even think of three artists. <laughs> I'm gonna say maple maple just put out a super good album that i'm liking right now called um songs to put on your ipod or music to put on your ipod or something like that that's a cool title that's a great album it reminds me of stuff i used to love in middle school so much like it reminds me of like kitsune 2 and all that kind of stuff it's a it's a good good album yeah i'll definitely check those out later i can link them later if you want thanks also for those who don't know the reason why i said i know him is because 
we both have a friend that like <laughs> loves Wikipedia and always I, sends us songs I've, from him. I put him on to Wikipedia. If you want to know the truth, that's kind of my fault. But really? <laughs> yeah. Well, now he always sends us them. So you you use FL Studio. Yeah. What do you have to say about that? <laughs> <laughs> FL Studio is so easy, but it's honestly like a curse of a DAW. Because you go from, I mean, people say this about every DAW, how it's like if you use a DAW for a long time, then go to a different one, it's like really bad. But FL Studio, I think the common consensus is that FL Studio is a weird DAW, man. I mean, FL Studio, what's crazy about FL Studio is just that like, I mean, it's built up from like a drum machine layout. But no one ever uses that, and it's just like, it's such a, it's almost a disaster, but it's like an awesome disaster that you can just kind of work with. I mean, you use FL Studio, right? Yeah. <laughs> have you ever touched, like, Ableton or anything else? Actually, I have. I have. And it's, like, way of... different, right? Yeah. I love Ableton. I'm not good at it at all, because, like, FL Studio brain, but Ableton, <laughs> Ableton is pretty crazy with some of that stuff it has. Yeah, I mean, I like the layout. It's just, I don't understand it. Ableton just has all these crazy features. Do you know about the groove pools? I've heard of it. I've heard it has a really cool um, transpose. Yeah, the groove pool is crazy because you could just like steal a drummer's flow and place it on like a, a different drum kit or something crazy. It's like, there's so much weirdness with that. Would you ever get Ableton? Mm, maybe... Maybe for free someday, but I. Uh, Would you use it for a live a live performance? Probably not. I mean, I've I've honestly thought about like live mixing and stuff. I don't know what I'd use for that though. I know people use Virtual DJ, and it's like the craziest program ever. But I, I'm not sure. FL Studio has live stuff in it, but FL Studio's live stuff looks really jank. Like I've, I didn't it doesn't look as good. Do that. I think it has some live support, but I mean, Ableton is definitely the the premier software for that. Yeah, that's what people like Porter Robinson use. Yeah. I mean, it looks cool. Maybe. I've thought about like live stuff, but I don't know when I would ever end up doing that. Do you see yourself performing live in the future? Not outside of like internet shows and stuff. And online shows, it's like... Can you even really call it live because you make the mix ahead of time and stuff? But I don't know. Probably like not. It'd be fun, but nah, I don't know. That's cool. Well, you can always like you can always be a DJ and test it out. It's not like something I'm super interested in, but I think it it'd be like a fun skill to learn. Yeah. Plus you get paid. That's true. <laughs> I mean, you can always get into gigging. You could, like, try playing some of your music at restaurants. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if they'd be turning up to, like, all that synth stuff, though, while eating. <laughs> but... You could you could try something new, though. You can, I don't know. Yeah. No, some of my stuff is pretty chill, like, easy listening stuff. I could probably sneak something in. Yeah. How quickly do you write your songs? Uh, that's a good question. I like that one. I'd say, like, usually... Usually it's, like, in bursts. I don't really, like, keep a track and work on it consi- consistently over a month because I just am so bad with that. 
but it's like I'll spend like five hours or seven hours just like focused on a song and then I'll think it's done but then I'll come back to it and add like a billion more things and I'll just like do like three big like bursts separately you know what I mean yeah I don't really like do songs over a time period so I'd say maybe like the lowest ever like seven or eight hours I just like polish stuff a lot over and over afterwards that's good though it means you really care about your tracks yeah, it's a fun way of working on it, too, because I don't feel like I'm, like... It doesn't feel like a job, you know? It's really when I want to. Yeah. It's pretty That's good. That's a good thing. What are your favorite synths to use? My favorite synth? I have... Honestly, I always got to refer to the one. Synth 1 is my favorite VST of all time. I absolutely yeah, love free, Synth right? 1. Yeah, do you have it? I think I do. I think you told me about it. Synth 1? I got it. Synth one's one of the like greatest. I mean, it's so simple, and I shouldn't even say it's one of the greatest because it's really like pretty compared to the stuff like Vital and all that new free stuff. It's pretty limited, but man, it's just like it's such a good. It's so simple. It's free, and there's like it feels like you do anything with it. Not to mention there's that crazy patch list that I use, the one that has like twenty five thousand patches or whatever. It's just like oh, such really? a fun synth. That's how I found out about it was through this crazy patch list. But I've started just, like, making my own stuff with it. It's a pretty fun one. Nice. And it doesn't take up much, like, RAM. Like, a lot of those newer synths, Vital, I don't have really a good computer. I run a laptop, so some mm. of those things kind of destroy my computer a little bit. But, like, Synth 1, not at all. Yeah, I, it just goes to show that some of the best things in life are free. That's kind of been, like my focus with the music stuff i don't think you need to spend any money to make good music or just music you like you know yeah it blows my mind how much vsts cost it's like so crazy to me yeah like they price it like it's physical hardware like it's crazy some of them are like thousands even i know it's i don't get it yeah i mean i i've bought an omnisphere and keyscape i think that's the most i'll ever spend (laughs) Yeah, and I just got it because I really liked all the sounds that were in it, and I've heard it so many times in the soundtracks that I like. Yeah, I see. Like, I'll also see producers buying like drum packs and all that stuff. I mean, it's cool when you're buying drum kits made by other producers, and it's like a support thing. But it's like you can really get any sound you want on the internet, you know? Yeah. There's no. There's so many free sounds like everywhere. There's infinite drum kits there's infinite sounds you and you could just like edit sounds too you could put crazy filters over stuff and get what you want would you ever go to reddit on like sample pack subreddits uh i think in the past i probably have but out of like google search results i don't really use that site very much Hmm, that's fair but i know that there's a lot of resources on on reddit and other things yeah, there's there's a really good subreddit in my opinion. It's called R slash drum kits. And it's just like packed full of that kind of stuff. Yeah, there's there's like so many. It's That's insane. Sick. Also It's a really good source. Yeah, go ahead. One thing is like producers selling drum kits. I have to wonder how many of those sounds aren't just from drum kits they like. You know what I mean? <laughs> the samples just like appear and float around and one day you're using a sample the next day you've just like kind of filtered a little and it's yours like you know it's a weird like selling loops and stuff i don't know it's kind of weird yeah 
I guess loops is different because if you make a synth melody or whatever, that's like a whole other thing. But yeah. What type of things do you like to do when you sample other drum kits? Mm. Well, I kind of stick to the same few kicks and snares. I there's like a few that I really like, but recently I've been sampling like not even like breakbeat breaks, but just like slower drum beats. Just to like, I don't know. There's some. There's one sample pack or sample CD that like a lot of people know. The Zero Gravity or Zero G sample packs from like the '90s are so. Oh, great. I have that. You have that? Yeah. No, they're some of the best. I love those. I forget what their zero G sample pack or sample CD. Yeah, the data files, zero G data files. Yeah, those everyone, especially in like the club and like just like UK garage and all those scenes, they love those. I don't blame them. There's so many good samples in there. I think I found out about that kit because of um, there was a Twitter account I saw. It was like it just like posted random samples from the CD, and I was like, dang, I've definitely heard this in Sonic CD before. And so I, I just like got the kit. It was pretty great. What are your favorite uh, game soundtracks that have breakcore type beats? That have breakcore type beats. That's I was about to say that's specific, but like to be honest, not really because so many do. Yeah, like so much. So many Sega games are just like built on that genre. I super like Street Fighter Third Strike is one of my favorite soundtracks of all time. That soundtrack is so good. And it's not there's so much variety in that soundtrack. That's one of the few game soundtracks I've heard that has like like rap verses that I don't despise because so many game genre or game soundtracks do it awfully. But Street Fighter Third Strike has a great soundtrack. I mean, everyone talks about Sonic CD. That game has an amazing soundtrack. Pretty much every Sonic game. <laughs> yeah. No, I listened. I didn't even play the new game, but I listened to that soundtrack after you were. We talked about it a while ago. Yeah. That soundtrack is crazy. It's not even really. Breakcore, it's like a it's a mix of so many different things. There's a lot of like liquid drum and bass going on in there, just all these other it's sick. No, I like that one. Yeah, I definitely would recommend it to anyone listening. I'm trying to think what other game soundtracks. Ape Escape, I love the Ape Escape soundtracks. There's some good good stuff in there. Namely the first game. Oh, have you played Jet Set Radio? Oh, I haven't. Everyone talks about the soundtrack. That's one few game soundtrack that I actually have not listened to yet. Everyone really? talks about how Jet Set really? Radio is the craziest soundtrack ever. I know. Oh my gosh. You have to I, listen to that, man. That's one of the few I've kind of skipped out on. But I should get to it at some point. It's really good. I think you love it. I've heard a few songs. And like, there's nothing in it that I don't like. I think I just have to actually like put some time into it. That's a... By Hideki Naganuma, right? He was the dude yeah. that did... Yeah, I've heard... I see him on Twitter all the time. Isn't he, like, crazy? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> but he's done a lot of soundtracks for Sonic games, too. Yeah, I'm he pretty did sure. Sonic Rush. That's sick. What kind of projects are you working on now? That's a good question. I have a few. There's one project that's almost done right now that I've got 10 tracks on. And I'm just finishing up like a few of them, but I want to put that out either in March or April. I originally was going to put it out in February, but I decided to spend more time on it. And that project's been, I've been messing with that for a long time. I've had it since like 20, 20, early 2022 maybe or so. So, but I just never finished it and I took a break from it for a long time. And it's, I have that one I'm working on right now. 
And then I have some just like some demos in the vault right now that I'm not sure what to do with. Ooh. You're working on a game too, right? Oh yeah. There's definitely a lot of music there. There's like over an hour of music in that soundtrack. Oh my yeah. gosh, that soundtrack's crazy. I'm really excited for it to come out. Who knows when that'll be? I'm excited too though for when it's ready. Because you've contributed good music. Lander's contributed <laughs> good music. It's it's looking pretty good. Yeah, for anyone who's listening, he's making a game called Oddbra Arena. I'm excited it, for that. It's really cool. So, what would you say has been a major challenge in your music career? I like that question. Um, I have to think about that one. Probably, like, being a perfectionist. Because... One thing that drives me crazy, and it's such a dumb thing to get like worried about, is when I see like artists, I'll hear the craziest beat I've ever heard in my life, and I'm like, wow, this is so amazing. And then I look at their like Twitter, and it's just like 15 years old, and I'm like, oh my god, you know what I mean? That stuff drives me insane. It shouldn't even. It's so stupid, but it's like, I guess like thinking I'm not doing enough, or you know, like comparing myself to other people, and I should just compare myself to my own stuff. That's mm-hmm. one big thing. But there's some crazy producers on SoundCloud who are, like, 14. Like, I, I think it's a joke when I read it. I'm like, are you seriously 14, bro? I could not have even thought of this. I can't think of this in, like, two years. You know what I mean? Like, there's some crazy people out there. Do you think it's perfectionism, though, or just passion? Well, I think the, it's perfectionism, and the reason I'm a perfectionist is because I'm trying to, like, outdo everything I see, which is, like, so unrealistic. You know what I mean? But that's something I'm kind of getting over because, like, recently I've just been going through my old stuff and I'm like, wow, this is so bad. And I like what I make now way more. You know what I mean? I get that. I, I, think, I think it's good to, like, that. yeah, I think it's good to bully like your old stuff because <laughs> it makes your new stuff feel so good. You know what I mean? So you just bully yourself, basically? Yeah, but I bully like 14 year old me for making trash beats and it's like, because I'm like, dang, these beats I'm making now are so much better, you know? At the same time, though, like, I think it's really inspirational to look back on your own accomplishments. Oh, like, yeah. Even though you, were, you weren't making the best beats of all time, <laughs> you still made something with what you had. That's true. And with what little experience I had at, like, 14. Yeah. And... I mean, everyone has their own limitations. They have their own strengths and weaknesses. No, I'm pretty happy with the stuff I've been doing recently, though. That's good. I think really that's all that matters. Yeah. Do you have any advice for anyone that might come across those types of challenges? Yeah, don't take anything too seriously. Like... This this could be like for anything. Two things. Don't take stuff that seriously. Cause I see so many producers smaller than me who like and I'm like small as hell, so that's like crazy. Who like try to hype up an album release and it's like, dude, nobody knows you like putting so much work into an album release then no one knows who you are is the dumbest thing ever. That's what like I did when I was fourteen. I'd be like, This is gonna be the coolest album of all time and I prepare all these singles and it's like I have like ten followers. You know what I mean? Like there's no point. You should just release everything when you're super small, you know? I agree with that. 
and that's what I see you do. You put out like just like song, 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 and that's honestly what more people should do because there's no point in trying to like make the greatest album of all time if no one's gonna see it. You know. I mean, you gotta have the content before the following. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. No one's gonna follow an artist that is like working on an album because it's like, who cares? There's no music to stream. Yeah, I think yeah. that's that's one of the things is just people like people take themselves so serious when they're first starting. That, yeah, it's just seriousness. Like, it's not that serious. It should start as a hobby, and then if you kind of like build up, then maybe focus a little more. But it should stay a hobby for a long time. I think. Do you know how someone can get over that specific yeah. issue? Honestly, that's one of those things where it's like it's hard to get over the fact. It's like it's almost like getting over your ego because I, I don't know if it's like an ego mm-hmm. thing or like, but people want to feel like a crazy big artist. I honestly think <laughs> like just look at like all the other artists you like. And realize that most of them didn't like drop an album and immediately were like famous. You know what I mean? You look at your favorite band's first album and it's like, wow, it's so good. You know how many albums they wrote before that album that you've yeah. like never heard? Even like the Beatles, they weren't famous. Yeah, think about how much music they wrote before they like blew up. Like it's crazy. Literally Paul McCartney said he would write songs in his bathroom, I think. He would like yeah. play songs in his bathroom. Yeah. Everyone starts somewhere. Oh, and another thing about not taking yourself seriously, don't worry about a name that much. Like artists, people go so crazy over artist names. I remember I used to do that. It's like, it's uh, just, just pick something and stick with it. Like you think when they made the Beatles, that was like a good name, bro. It's the Beatles. It's like, (laughs) if imagine, no, imagine that though. If there's a band that's totally new and they're like, yeah, we're the Beatles, but it's B, it's B-E-H. Like that's silly, but because they're the biggest band in the world or whatever, it's like, yeah, of course everyone knows the Beatles. It's like a cool name. Same with, like, what's another artist like that? The Weeknd, but there's no E at the end? That's like, that's like, what? That makes no sense. But he's the biggest streaming artist ever, and so no one cares. It's a cool name, you know? Yeah. It's like, and I just wouldn't the, worry. At the end of the day, you can always use your real name. Yeah, true. Like, you do that. Same with Lander, and it's just like, whatever. It doesn't matter. There's, yeah, you can't really go wrong with it. You just gotta not take it that seriously and just do whatever you feel is right focus solely on content really just like content first yeah all that like branding stuff can come later don't doing that first is so stupid how about you do you have anything i was about me but you probably got something oh about what just like to producers who are like being stupid (laughs) well i would say being stupid doesn't matter. <laughs> Just what do you be mean? yourself. Yeah. So, like, if if you're afraid that people at school might call you stupid for what you're doing, or it, maybe <laughs> people in your life don't just don't like you, just be like, "Well, screw you. I'm gonna do what I want." <laughs> just so be. <laughs> I'm totally contradicting your advice by calling that <laughs> stupid. <laughs> no, but, but you know what I mean, right? Yeah, just do what's fun. Yeah. That's better anyways. Just live life. 
<laughs> Live, laugh, love. <laughs> That's probably the hardest advice ever. Would you like to give any closing thoughts? Uh, I'm gonna say, give me like five minutes to think of something. <laughs> oh my god! Stay hydrated. I can't even say that. I like never drink water. <laughs> I'd say, uh, isn't that bad for your liver? Don't worry about it. I'd say, <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm worried. Uh, hmm. Closing thoughts. I'm gonna say, it's closing time. <laughs>